0: Welcome to another episode of Alex Speaks. I am your host, Alex Gavius. Thank you to all of the people who have subscribed to this podcast. If you didn't listen to the last episode, I interviewed my uncle, Pastor Lamar Pringle. He told a joke about Switzerland, learning how to speak Hebrew and diversity. This week, I have another great guest that I will introduce soon. The Alex Speaks podcast had a break. I had my tonsils taken out. I was only able to eat soft food for an entire week. I like ice cream a lot, but I would see re- restaurant commercials at, and would wish to have a burger. I was home for an entire week, and my grandma came to, over to help. Thanks, Grandma. I'm going back to school tomorrow with one week left. I'm excited about the summer, and if I, you guys have any summer plans, you can share them with me. Just email mail at gmail at com. It is joke time. I have brought my joke, and my guest have, has brought a joke. My joke is what has ears but can't hear. A (laughs) cornfield. Dad, what's your
1: joke? Why did the Star Wars movies come out four, five, six, and then one, two, three, and then seven, eight, nine? Why? In charge of scheduling, Yoda was. That's okay, you can laugh. I am in.
0: Excited to have one of the coolest people in my, the galaxy on my show, my dad Dan Grievous. My dad is, introduced me to Star Wars when I was young and it was something that we have in common. A little bit about my dad. He was born in the Bronx, in the Bronx, New York, and was raised by was raised in Sacramento. He's the oldest of six children and has four children. My dad is married to one of the most beautiful and amazing women on the planet Earth, my mom. My dad was a fighter fighter and an EMT. He also trained as a paramedic. Currently, he was the facilities manager at the First Baptist Church of Sacramento. He is pursuing a career in ministering spiritual human slash human development. My dad identifies as a Christian Buddhist Jedi. He is a fan of almost all things Star Wars and science fiction. He loves the fact that there is always something to improve or fix or a way to grow and become more anticipated. He loves to tinker. He would describe his sense of humor as special and a new Star Wars movie is coming out this year so i I thought I could talk to my dad about it. Welcome, Dad.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm going to... What?
0: I'm going to ask you some questions.
1: Okay, all right, sorry. Ready? Sure.
0: In your biography, you mentioned that you were a fan of all things Star Wars. What do you mean by that?
1: What do I mean by being a fan of all things Star Wars? Well, all, I'm a fan of almost all things Star Wars, which means that I really, really love the, the vast majority of the Star Wars franchise. So the story, the Jedi, the Sith, a galaxy trying to find balance, that kind of thing. There's so much about the story. It's really, really rich, and sometimes it's boring, Mm -hmm. So it kind of mirrors life, but everybody is always trying to get something done.
0: Mm -hmm. So you work at the First Baptist Church of Sacramento as a facilities manager. Yes. What does a facilities manager do?
1: Basically, the facilities manager is the person who's primary responsibility is to keep the building standing. Mm-hmm. If something breaks, I fix it. If a mess gets made, I help keep it, or I help clean it up. I make sure that um, rooms are ready for events and services, and I help wherever people who come into the church need help.
0: Mm-hmm. So who's your favorite character and Why?
1: Qui-Gon Jinn.
0: And why do you like him so much?
1: Because in Star Wars, his understanding of the Force and how Jedi wor- are supposed to work within it is really, really advanced to the point where a lot of people can't understand him. And the reason that it's so advanced is because he was able to open his mind and accept a style of thinking that was unorthodox that a lot of people weren't able to um, wrap their heads around.
0: Hmm. So, who's your least favorite character and what and why are they your least favorite?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't think about who my least favorite would be.
0: Well, hold on for a second. I think that I think that the Ewoks are cool because like that because if Tiny little cuddly bears can destroy an empire base than the rebels should.
1: Hmm. That's a good point. But the Ewoks are not tiny cuddly little bears. They're (laughs) little mini cannibals. They're super, super violent. Remember when we first saw them, they wanted to kill um, Han and Luke and Chewbacca. They were going to turn them into a meal. Mm -hmm. But... What happened at the end after they defeated the Empire on, um, on Endor? And they, had that, they had that huge meal. Is it possible that they were eating stormtroopers?
0: Mm.
1: They are not cute and cuddly. They are super, super dangerous.
0: Mm. Good point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think my least favorite character would have to be Snoke, is because there's no backstory, it's all a mystery, nobody knows where he comes from, nobody knows where he's going, nobody knows what his motivation is. All we know is that he's evil. Um, or, you know, our perception of evil. Um, I don't like Kylo Ren because I think that his character was very, very one-dimensional.
0: I felt like he was rushed. Like, him and Snoke were rushed. Oh yeah, very rushed. Because Snoke, all he, basically all he is is just an Emperor clone. Like he, he's only there because he he represents what the Emperor was. Yeah. And nothing else. Like he's not interesting. No, like not you said, both bit. of them are one-dimensional. Yeah, I agree. So my my fifth question is Luke. George Lucas sold the Star Wars franchise to Disney. So, what do you think about
1: that? Um, I'm happy about it. Why? We're gonna sue Disney for defamation of character.
0: <laughs> I the only thing I like to come up, I like that comes out of Disney is Marvel because Marvel is a well has well written stories.
1: Oh yeah, no Marvel was really really well written. Um, especially for what it was for for moving from comic books to movies it was like they wrote an entire story like this huge huge epic what essentially what Star Wars was supposed to be and then they broke it down into bite-sized pieces and filmed it a little bit at a time and the disappointing thing for me about Star Wars is watching them go from seven to eight to nine it feels like they're just writing and churning and cranking out scripts just for the sake of putting out a movie. Um, When George Lucas started, he started, if I remember correctly, he started with episode one, episode one through six, and realized that he had, or no, it it was four through six, realized that he had a much bigger movie, and then broke it down. And that's really why it went four, five, six, one, two, three. But then he got tired, and, you know, the fans were super mean to him because, you know, it means so much to a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, they were mean to him. He just decided he didn't want to do it anymore.
0: Yeah, the, thi- the thing about what you said about, um, what was it? They Like, they watched the movies to get a movie done. I feel like that's kind of what's happening to the Sonic movie right now because people, like, the people at... Paramount they usually they were just like trying to get on the nostalgia train Uh and trying to make Sonic but he doesn't look like Sonic he's just like this weird human half hedgehog thing and it's ugly. Right. Well I mean by a certain angle it's okay. Right. But from like a normal point of view it's it looks horrible. Mm -hmm. Like his teeth are horrible and he has human (laughs) fingernails. He literally has human fingernails if you, like, pay attention. (laughs) So, what do you think about the sequel trilogy as a whole?
1: Which sequel? There's two sets of sequels.
0: Well, not the pre- Well, I mean, not the original or the
1: prequel, I bet like,
0: the new one.
1: (laughs) Episodes? Seven through nine. Um, seven through nine, I have a pretty big problem with. And the reason that I have a problem with them is because in Episodes 4, 5, and 6, the story was long. It was kind of drawn out. But there was excitement and um, plot there. Every time that I've gone back to, um, to the original trilogy or the prequels, I was able to pull something new out of it. I was actually able to learn stuff from these movies, um, one of the things that I really really like about science fiction and especially about Star Wars and movies like Star Trek or um, franchises like Star Trek is that um, science I think of science fiction as the study or the invention of things that we don't know how to do yet so um when I started looking at uh, the Force and Jedi as a philosophy, there's a lot that you can pull out from 4, 5, and 6, as well as 1, 2, and 3, provided you can get through them. When you get to 7 and 8, and arguably Episode 9, like, I've been able to watch Episode 8 twice, um, and I've been able to watch Episode 7 twice. And that's it. And I had to force myself to do that. Um,
0: Cause it was at the movie theater in their friend's house.
1: Yeah, at the movie theater and at the friend's house. It just wasn't so. It was to me. It was so unpalatable that I wasn't able to. Um, that I had to force myself to watch it a second time, um, and it didn't get much better. You know, um, when when episode one came out, I was super super happy, and then I was like, and eh, that wasn't what I thought. But then as I watched it, I watched it again and I pulled something else out of it and I was slightly more entertained. Then I watched it again and pulled some some more stuff out of it and was even more entertained. And now I have this issue of, do I like the prequels more than I like the originals? I'm not sure. What do I do? But I have this feeling that I'm always going to hate 7, 8, 9.
0: I... The way you saw science fiction as something you can't do, I kind of see um, some franchises like Sonic or Mario or Splatoon as the same way. Really? Because Splatoon, it's half human, half oct... well, technically squids Okay. shooting ink guns. That can never happen in real life. Right. Besides the closest thing being
1: paintball, so... Mm -hmm. There's that. Um, I don't see the octopus side of it. I'm not down to... They're
0: called octolings. Octolings? I I, I meant to say squids, but they're... Squids? Yeah, well, it's squids and octolings. Octolings are usually the bad guys. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And squids are the good guys.
1: I don't want to change my DNA to be a squid or an octoling.
0: (laughs) I mean, personally, it could be cool. I mean, you shoot ink everywhere and you could just travel without like walking, so. If you could live on any Star Wars planet, what would it be?
1: Ooh, I would wanna say Alderaan, but Alderaan is gone.
0: I'd say a tropical planet.
1: Yeah, a tropical planet would be nice. Um, I would say whatever planet your mom is on. Um, (laughs) If, well, you think about it, if I was running around in the Star Wars universe, and I couldn't find your mom, I'd be looking for love in all the wrong places. Go ahead, you can laugh. It's okay. You can do it. <laughs>
0: what do you <laughs> Maybe, think? Maybe,
1: um... Oh, oh, oh
0: Okay, so the next question, what do you think about the prequels?
1: Well, I think the prequels were were really good especially as far as um, plot and story. It was, it's, a, um, it's a marvel when you think about how, how many people saw them and then saw them again and then saw them again and then read the books and saw them again because when they came out, you knew what was gonna happen. You knew exactly what was going to happen. The moment you met Anakin Skywalker, you knew he was going to become Darth Vader. So it wasn't, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, so much suspense. We don't know where this is going. It was, how is this going? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and it was a new way of telling a story. Um, you're a little bit young for it, but it's kind of like the movie Pulp Fiction, where it was um, chopped up, the larger story was chopped up into smaller pieces and it takes you a while to put it together. It requires you to think about it um, and there's a lot to think about in uh, in Star Wars and in episodes one, two, and three, as well as four, five, and six.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you could battle someone with the lightsaber,
1: who would you battle? Well, I would hope not to battle anyone with a lightsaber. Um, I think that it would be fun until I cut something off. <laughs> and knowing how clumsy I am, I would probably do that within like the first five minutes. I think I'd do better, you know, battling somebody with like a stick.
0: Jar Jar-jar. Jar, Jar Jar's close. Sure, we'll
1: go with that. Who would I battle? I'll battle Jar Jar.
0: I'd I'd follow Kylo Ren and red because I because Kylo Red's stupid, so really. <laughs> <laughs> so why is Star Wars so important to you in life?
1: Um, it's an important part of life to me because of how big the story is. Um, there's so much to it, and it's so much more than the movies. Um, we talked about. The expanded universe, and how you know I read those books um, mostly for entertainment. But even in entertainment, there's a lot of stuff that you can pull out of them. There's like there's not like there is you know wisdom and knowledge that you can pull out of them just because it was written by a professional writer doesn't mean you can't learn something. And there's like two hundred books in there, and somewhere along the line, a writer came up with the Jedi Code. Um, it's emotion yet peace, chaos yet harmony, passion yet serenity, um, ignorance yet knowledge, and death yet the force. Um, and saying that the, that either side of the uh, on either side of that code, um, they don't exist in a vacuum, but working together they create a balance. Um, and for me, that mirrors the teachings of Buddhism. Um, trying to find balance and focus and harmony in life, in the personal life, and in um, in life in general on the planet, in the country, in the city, that kind of thing. Um, I also it's also important to me because when I look at what George Lucas is saying that the Force is what it what it looks like to me is like he's he's making an attempt to describe God and that the Jedi are people who have tapped into the essence or at least a part of the essence of God. Now, when you go back into the books and you read where people are trying to find out secrets of the Force and all that kind of stuff, what you find out is that it's so big and so enormous that nobody can know everything about it. Nobody can know... It's uh, know it in its entirety. They can just become part of it, um, and that's what that's what keeps me interested in it. I think is the the mystery in that there's always something else to learn, but there will never be everything learned from it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So my final question is if you. Oh could- wait!
1: I have a question for you. Yes. What's Darth Vader's favorite fruit?
0: Um, a chocolate-covered strawberry. No. Because it's half dark, half
1: red. <laughs> it's a banana, banana, banana. Uh-huh. No. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Okay. Okay. So your fi- what's your your final question? Is if you could tell your 11-year-old self anything, what would you say?
1: I would tell my 11-year-old self to calm down, have fun, but still take things seriously. The things that you think are going to matter won't, but some of the things that you think don't matter will. But have fun, try hard, and don't quit.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so now uh, it is time for my ten quick questions. Are you ready?
1: No, but let's go anyway.
0: Okay. What is your favorite food? Lasagna. Favorite book? Really? <laughs>
1: Star <laughs> Wars books.
0: Okay. Favorite color? Purple. Favorite t-shirt to wear?
1: My Star Wars shirts.
0: Okay. Favorite TV show?
1: Mm, actually, Star Trek color purple season autumn is my favorite season
0: favorite pastime
1: reading or swimming
0: black panther doctor who
1: oh black panther
0: favorite and your last your favorite video game
1: knights of the old republic
0: Hmm. okay so thank you dad for being my guest uh, today
1: Thank you for having me. Can you tell me what's brown and sticky?
0: Um, my old toys.
1: No, a oh. stick.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, because it has sap on it. I get it. <laughs> I am glad we were able to talk about one of your favorite subjects. Dad, what, how would you like to end this show?
1: I should know this stuff because I've watched you do a bunch of podcasts. <laughs> I don't know how I'd want to end the show. <laughs> okay. Just let all your all your listeners know that the force will be with you always. Okay. God will be with you always. Okay. And it's not always going to turn out how you think.
0: Okay. Thank you for tuning in to Alex Speaks, and I am your host, Alex Grevious, and I will be back with another community leader. Bye.
1: Bye.